Hey, bunch of besties. Welcome back to Bunch of Beauties. My name is Sam Prevo. I officially am boosted for COVID-19 as of a couple hours, as of like an hour ago. And as always, I'm joined by Jennifer Molia. Um, it's a Wednesday today. Happy hump day. I had my first little class this morning and then I have like three classes back to back later, but my last week of classes before finals so light at the end of the tunnel is in sight for jen (laughs) Uh, and i am ariel melendez i am off from work today so we are loving life and i literally woke up 10 minutes ago Woo! i love to hear that that for you um i just want to point this out because i keep seeing it when i like lift up my mug (laughs) i have little like so i went all out and i got an espresso a week ago because I bought it for myself for Black Friday and then I was like let me get all these cute little like coffee accessories right so I got these little spoons on Amazon they're cats (gasps) oh my and they have little arms and they hang on the they hang on the side of your mug while you drink I kind of love them and they're very cute they're like a bestseller on Amazon so if you if you google if you look up on Amazon like cat coffee spoons it'll come up for the since we don't do video here in this house and uh only jen and ariel can see my my cat spoons uh but i just needed to point that out because i'm I'm very happy about them and i like showing them off i also have coffee scoops that look like giraffes that's adorable that's my bit for the day i love a good giraffe right they're so cute and they stand up on their own anyway uh let's talk about (laughs) hockey shall we yes i'm ready to talk about hockey um the most insane thing ever happened last night um and i was working while it happened so i got to cover this whole thing so um the buffalo sabers played the anaheim ducks and you're sitting at home probably thinking well what could be so exciting about that because it's the buffalo sabers playing the anaheim ducks you would think well you would think trevor zegris is playing 4D chess while the rest of the NHL is playing checkers, apparently. And he's been trying insane crap all season. He's, I think he's tried like five times to go between the legs for a goal. It'll happen. He'll do it. He's tried, he's tried like to go like no look like between the legs backwards for a goal like four times already. Mm. But this thing he tried actually worked. <laughs> he was behind Uko Pekalukanen in the Sabres end and we thought he was going for the Michigan because he's also tried that multiple times. But no, no. He just gave the puck a little toss over the net towards Sonny Milano, who somehow knew what to do, and baseball batted it in for a goal. And they even surprised themselves that it worked. I like your description of it, Sam. They baseball batted it in. Honestly. Literally, they were like playing four, four sports at once. And... I think my favorite part is on the bench afterwards, Trevor's literally sitting there like, that worked? Like, he's hysterically laughing to himself, like, holy shit, that worked. And this I don't buy, but apparently he says that when he goes out on the ice, he just wings it. He he just doesn't know what he's going to do. He just does it. (laughs) Which is psychotic behavior. That's unhinged. Honestly, knowing him, I uh, I would believe that that's very true. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like, i guess i'm just gonna do that sometimes like sometimes like he's very obviously very skilled and knows oh, yes like, what to do there are moments where i do think he's like 
what the hell? Let's try it. <laughs> like, let's That's unhinged, it. though. You're a professional <laughs> athlete. Like, he that looks unhinged. like an unhinged man. Like, all these games matter, and he's just there like, eh, we'll see. I'll just try this. Like, that is psychotic behavior. But he he's, looks like a psychotic man, so... Like, that he's actually that. insane for that. Like, he's actually insane for that. <laughs> you know what? When you're good, you get some leeway to be a little insane. Maybe because I'm not as good. Like, I... I don't believe I'll ever be as good at anything that I like any of my hobbies or my profession as Trevor Zegers is at hockey. So I guess I'll just never understand what it's like to be that unhinged fair. and that good at whatever I'm doing. Honestly, fair. <laughs> the beautiful that. game. The beautiful game. No, literally. <laughs> like, and Michael B. Jordan, like ESPN posted it, right? And so Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. put it on his Instagram story and he was like, Yo, I don't watch hockey, but this is fire. Like, <laughs> like Mance is transcending the game, okay? I was going to say, it's a cool, it's cool when these things happen because, like you said, it sort of transcends, like, the game and the league and, like, people that don't really pay attention to hockey or, like, sports in general can stumble upon it and you can, you can be like, wow, all of this is so cool. Um, and when you talk about growing the game, I mean, we keep making the joke about, like, TikTok stuff and Josh Richards, but, like, if you truly do want to grow the game, like, it's stuff like this. Like, oh, yeah. It's going to grow it. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, I mean, this is like insider stuff for, for me, like working in sports media. But like, we've made so many posts about that goal. Mm-hmm. Like, and we made memes about it. <laughs> I like made a meme on my phone. I like put Trevor's face on like the He on X Games mode guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, incredible. And like, I think it's the, I think it's the like most successful hockey post that we've had on National Bleacher Report. Because that's incredible. Um, because the goal, like the, the, not the meme, but the replay of the, of Mm -hmm. the, of the goal, like went off. Um, and it was an ESPN plus game. So I guess that's sort of a bigger audience than it would have been if it was on like MSG Buffalo and whatever. I think the Ducks use Bally Sports. I don't know what, um. Yeah, I think the Ducks. I, I think they're on Bally Sports. So Bally Sports, Anaheim, or Southwest, or whatever they use. Because <laughs> um, I know the Kings use Bally. Um, anyway, but that was just like the most insane thing ever, and we were like, I was, I was working, and obviously like you're monitoring all the games, and I was like, wait, 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 <laughs> hold up. <laughs> like I had just posted like Jack Campbell's like awesome save or something in the Leafs game, and then I'm like. Hold on. <laughs> what did Trevor Zegers just do? And I'll tell you, I saw that goal the first time I saw it. I thought the man scored that way the first time I saw it. Oh, he just like tossed it over and it yeah, not I thought he tossed it over and it hit the goalie and went in. And I was like, oh, okay, Trevor Zegers is here. Just like we said, being unhinged again. Literally unhinged. Like, and I support him. I do support him. Like I don't. I don't want this. I don't want this to sound like I'm hating on him. I'm so bewildered by him that I that I love. Like it's out of respect and like amazement that I say he's that it's psychotic behavior. Um, <laughs> positive psychotic behavior. It, yes. Uh, I mean, listen. Everyone's a little crazy. Yeah. I mean, Honestly. we're we're chaotic on on the show for an hour once a week, and that's okay. And that's okay. <laughs> Normal is boring. Um, 
And normally hockey's boring, but then we have Trevor Zegras. I shouldn't say that. Normally hockey players are boring. The sport itself is not boring. Yes. Agree. Um, but yeah, this it was super cool, super cool moment for the game. As we as we mentioned, uh, Trevor is crazy. Uh, I like I just think he just hasn't stopped since the World Juniors last year. Mm. He's just going. He's just zooming. He on X Games. Um, he he is on X Games. <laughs> he on X Games mode. Um, that was legitness. Anyway, we could, go back. we could just say so many vines over and over. Um, but that was that. I mean, there's really not much else to say about it other than it was the most insane thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, and now we get into some more serious hockey business because ever since we recorded on Sunday, the world just exploded. Exactly. With stuff happening. Like, the Canucks completely blew up their front office. Um, Bruce Boudreaux is now their head coach. I don't know if you guys saw this because this went a little more under the radar. Did you guys see? So the Canucks won their first game with Bruce Boudreaux as head coach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see the Canucks fans chanting? Did you see what this whole thing? I, I didn't see this. I think I saw it through So you. there was like five minutes left in the game or something, and they were going to shut out L.A. They ended up sh- shutting out L.A. in Bruce Boudreaux's first game as head coach, which isn't like, I mean, L.A.'s decent this year, so that's not yeah. like. It's not like it's not like uh, the Islanders breaking their losing streak last night and everyone's like, yeah, but they beat the Senators. Like <laughs> LA's been pretty okay so far. Yeah. Um and uh so they shut out LA and like there was like f- 5 minutes left, 5 and a half minutes left or something and they were in Vancouver and all of these Vancouver fans started chanting, "Bruce, there it is. Bruce, <laughs> there it is." for like a solid minute. And it was just like, I was like, what? Like, they love him now. This is the thing about Vancouver fans. And I know Vancouver fans. And I love Vancouver fans. The ones that I'm friends with. However, a week ago, you were throwing a jersey on the ice. Now you're (laughs) like, Bruce Boudreaux's the greatest coach that ever coached. And then as soon as they get bad again, they're going to be like, this was the worst decision ever. Now we have to suffer with Bruce Boudreaux for two years. (laughs) Make up your minds, Vancouver fans. Yeah, I I feel like the not to get off topic, but jersey throwing is so weird, right? Because it's like you bought that like with your money and you're you're just What's so any... the <laughs> Sorry, keep going and then I'll, I'll ask good. the question. I was just gonna say anytime a fan of any team does it, I mean like the Leafs come to mind, but anytime a fan of any team does it, I'm like, that's your three hundred dollars to Adidas. Like like um, that just doesn't make sense to me, but I'm glad they're happy. That's that's what I'll say. Um, my question is, what's worse, throwing your jersey on the ice, or people who burn their jersey? Oh, the burning is embarrassing oh, because you have to like stupid. set that up. Like you take a video of it, like you post it. Like so much. Go- there are so many steps where you, you could go just out and stop. get like lighter fluid. You're so your many blood. points where you could stop and you don't, and you keep going. Like, yeah, yeah. I think maybe burning is worse, but I don't know. Just like watching the your money like fly away onto the ice and someone like scooping it up to like essentially throw it away. Yeah, really. 
at least like if you burn it, you like made a state. You you feel like you made your statement. Like I feel like the th- jersey throwing on the ice doesn't make as much of a statement. It just no. looks sad. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just it's, sad. It's no, I agree. Stupid. I I think throwing anything on the ice is a little stupid. However, the catfish thing is incredible. Oh, the catfish and the <laughs> octopus thing. I don't. I don't mind. I do always wonder how it gets in. Like, the people who, like, the security people, do they see it and then just go, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that tracks. Honestly, at this point, I feel like I know what this is for. (laughs) I know what this is for. Like, at this point, they have to be like, (laughs) Like, I don't know how I was like, I'm not, like, walking in with, like, a trench coat or whatever and, like, putting, like, my my catfish and, like, paper in there, like, (laughs) they won't suspect a thing. Like, I don't... (laughs) You're but so yeah, nice. I don't mind. I don't mind like throwing things like the plastic rats that the Panthers fans flo- throw on the ice too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mind any of that stuff. I think that's funny. But like jersey throwing when the Islanders threw like the beer, like the beer cans and stuff at the players. Yeah, that was dangerous, and I didn't like that. No matter how many times they try to justify it by saying that European soccer fans do it, like <laughs> yeah, but like. Good. The players know it's coming in European soccer because it's a tradition in European soccer. In football. Mm-hmm. Like football, if you will. In, in NHL, like Anthony Bavillier, it doesn't know to like prepare himself for getting like beamed in the head by a <laughs> drunk asshole's beer can. Like Hockey sorry. Are awful. Sorry, <laughs> Islanders fans. Awful. I did hear someone say, like, I saw someone say on Twitter, it's like that, like the karma for that, like that, because that they did that at their last game ever at NASA Coliseum. Yeah. And so someone was like, the reason they suck at UBS Arena is karma for the way they like treated the arena, the NASA Coliseum on the last like game. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I don't like the Islanders as much as the next person, but like, let's relax. It's not yeah, karma. Really. They're just bad. <laughs> They're just not a very good team. Yeah. It's like a retirement home over there. <laughs> and Matt Barzell. Honestly, yeah, really. That, yeah, that's, that's the whole team. So and awesome. that's okay. It's okay. I've been there. I know. I was explaining to my friend. So I took my friend that I took to the game on Saturday, right? The Hurricanes game. She yeah. was asking me questions about the game, about players, whatever. And one of the questions she asked me was like, at, like how like old do players get before they retire so i was like it depends on the player they could be like anywhere from like their early to mid 30s to like their early 40s it really depends on the player and i was like there's a defenseman right now that's like 42 and he's playing for the islanders right now and she was like okay but like does does he like contribute like is he like a big contributor i was like no does he like contribute she's like does he play like a major role on i was like no no (laughs) no he does not no, 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 no. It's the Islanders. I didn't want to, like, go into how, like, Lou Lamarillo, like, just, like, gives, like, if you're over 30, he's, like, great. How, could, great. You, how could you explain Lou Lamarillo to, like, a normal person? Um, I there, would, there's can, so many, I would, so I mean, nuances. I guess it would be another sports reference. I would liken him to George Steinbrenner in a way. Okay. Because I'm just, when I think of Lou Lamorello, I think of, like, his silly little rules that he makes with his That's why I think of George teams. Steinbrenner. Yeah. And I'm the, like, the how do you thing. how do you explain that to somebody who's not in sports? Like, okay, so, like, if you get traded to this guy's team, like, he picks your haircut. 
You picked your haircut. You have to shave your facial hair. On <laughs> up until up until he became GM of the Islanders, you couldn't wear number thirteen. He, he so he controls your life now. Actually, it, it's like if you got like an office job and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna change everything." It's about like you being now. in a K-pop group. Yes, it is. Sam, that was the, brilliant. The Islanders are the K-pop management record label of the NHL. No, exactly. You you hit the nail on the head with that one. Lou Lamarillo is the YG of of the NHL. I hope a at very least... niche group of people are going to understand those jokes. I was going to say, I hope at least one person. I hope one person Sam knows gets YG is and says like, "Yes, I get it." I don't know why I picked YG. I could have picked JYP, but you're so right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, K-pop aside. Anyway, K-pop aside, that's how I would explain it to a normal person. Then if they don't, if they don't know K-pop either, then I just don't know. Yeah, the, <laughs> then Lula Marillo is just a funny little enigma. Lula Marillo is just a weirdo <laughs> who loves to hire old people. I saw a uh, meme so- that was like it said like Lula Marillo like picking players for the Islanders or whatever, and it was a sign that says like we buy men twenty nine and up slightly used or something. <laughs> Slightly used. Slightly used used really makes it. It's the Zach Parise for me. (laughs) Anyway, that's our tangent. That's our K-pop blue umbrella. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Yeah, really. We we took some turns. Oh, coaching changes. Vancouver. Um, Ariel, why don't we go back to reality and let's talk about um, our favorite subject, Elaine Vigneault being fired because Jen and I already went through this process once as Rangers fans. Yeah. So now you can give us your perspective on it as a Flyers fan. Huh. Well, <laughs> I I mean, I don't think necessarily he was the only problem and he still is not the only problem. That's fair. But yeah. the Flyers lost before that eight games in a row. So like something was going to happen and it's always, it's always the coach. It's always the coach that's first to go, especially after the kind of offseason that Fletcher had. It was like, bruh, like you guys were supposed to be good. <laughs> so clearly something wasn't working. And I-, I mean, and after watching Monday's game, because I was there, y- you could see the difference between like AV's team and now what I guess is Mike Yo's team for right now is you could already tell the way they play is a lot different than the way yeah. they were with him. So that was kind of a big thing is it it seemed like they weren't dumping and chasing a lot, which was something they were doing like way too much of. Um, It seemed like under him, especially (laughs) this year. Um, And and I think the biggest change that happened was literally Oscar Lindblom went from the fourth line to the top line and scored his first goal of the season. Good for him. So that kind of tracked, honestly. But I... They still lost, which, like, fair. That game was wild, though, against Colorado. But I did not expect them to score five goals against Colorado. So, like, a win, kind of, in a way. Like, they didn't just, like, fall and burn after the first period, which was too wild for me. Ariel, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they have trouble scoring prior to this? Um, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, this was the first time they scored four goals since October 27th. Yeah, so that's what I thought. That was yeah, that was the thing. Okay. Um I just wanted to I just wanted to make sure. 
No, yeah, that, that, yeah, that was the first time I scored four goals since the end of October, and that was against Edmonton, I believe. Um, so that so was that's a promising a sign, then. Step in the right direction. But it was going to be hard to take anything away from that game because it was Colorado. Colorado's it's also good. I I mean it's hard to I mean anytime you make a coaching change there's an adjustment period yeah even if it's like within the organization you're going from like it, like you're promoting an assistant to interim coach they're still mm-hmm. gonna be because every coach has their own system yeah so like, there is gonna be an adjustment be. period yeah and they even and and Mike Yo even said that going in like that game wasn't about like changes or whatever it was just about like competing basically fair um because they're playing five and seven so there's not a whole lot of time even to like figure out the system like right away it's kind of gonna be like an on the fly and then once they come back from this trip or whatever they'll they'll figure more things out but i um being at that game on monday i mean i have admitted this i literally went because nick came back with colorado that was (laughs) The reason I went to the game, and I treated myself to two rows from the ice. It was beautiful. Ooh, I love that for you. It was only $90 altogether, which was the fact that... That's not bad. I was going to say, that's actually not that bad. Um, So I was two rows from the ice. Uh, the Flyers scored all their goals on my side, which I appreciate them very much love for allowing me to, to see all that. But you, you could just tell, though, they looked, they looked a lot different in, in just the terms of they didn't fall apart. They didn't yeah. just collapse immediately after Colorado was Colorado and after Kale McCarr, like, literally tore their entire team apart. That goal. Um, Kale McCarr did that, a Kale yeah, McCarr thing. Kale McCarr being good, the Flyers just being like, what? It was crazy because, like, like, that entire sequence. That whole sequence was, like, Kale McCarr gets the puck and, and, and the Flyers said, that's it. We'll just let them. Yeah, we'll just let the them Flyers are it. just like here, have an open. They kind of just the stood there. To be, like, I don't want to like shit on them, but they kind of no, just stood you're, there. You're literally right. Like the entire play, um, I can like break down in like a couple easy steps. Cam Atkinson <laughs> bites hard on the fake pass. Like it's Cal McCarr, you know, like he's gonna. But he he's not even the most to blame. He there. dangled through the entire team, and they all just stood there. <laughs> John Couturier was just like here, have a lane. No, literally, Coots just stood there. <laughs> yeah, Coots just stood there. Um. I don't really know what happened with Provorov because you even see Justin Braun kind of be like, what the hell are you doing? Like, go! And, like, almost pushes him to try and get in front of it. They were all just so shook. They didn't know what to do. And then at that point, like, Martin Jones, like, just fair, honestly. Uh, like, Martin yeah, Jones Jen, is like, you oh, haven't my seen entire that goal, team. I highly recommend just watching him. <laughs> my just, entire like... team has let me down. No, everyone just I mean, there. Martin Jones wasn't <sighs> also great in that game anyway. But right. at that point, it's like my entire team has let me down. I would just, I would just like, I mean, I too, if Mikhail Makar had the puck and he was skating towards me, I think I would give up as well. But I'm not an NHL, I'm not an <laughs> I NHL player. I would be yeah. like, here, you look like you want to score. Go ahead. Yeah, you know what? You just do that. <laughs> you just like, do that. Fair. Like, honestly, it was, fair. It, it was something. It, it was, was definitely something. something. It was still a fun game, but yeah. I mean, high scoring games are always fun. Like, especially when you didn't expect them to, like, score that way against Colorado. And yeah. Claude Drew was like, bet I'm going to take this team to the fucking end. I'm not going to lie, guys. I absolutely love Claude Drew, and I want him to have all the success in the world. Oh, my God. And everyone's starting to be like, oh, they need to trade him. Like, he's going to go somewhere else. I've I'm seen like, don't that. put that into the ether. Like, please don't. I will lose. I, honestly, 
this I think there's a dif- main difference between Vancouver and and Philly in the fact that Vancouver was just so irrevocably broken like yeah. from like this front office like especially Jim Benning I don't understand why they kept Jim Benning as long as they did because like yeah, Chuck Fletcher is has made decent moves as a general manager like mm-hmm. Jim Benning I can't remember the last like good move that the Canucks made maybe the JT Miller trade I was gonna make yeah. a joke and that it wasn't actually gonna be a good move but just my own selfish like yeah just give Luke Shen a two-year contract yeah I mean the JT Miller trade I mean like the OEL trade I don't understand what that was about like I I mean like Connor Garland's been good for them but like I don't necessarily understand why why they brought him on board did it have to do with like cap stuff or was that I think I think they were I, I I don't know what the whole thing was and like um, they just have a lot of like older guys on like these stupid contracts. Like I think they still have Jay Beagle. Like there's one other person that I'm like they got rid of Alex Edler, which was good. But like the, in general, and like the whole which was good. I don't like Alex Edler. I'm gonna be real honest. I could go on. Um, I just like the which was good. Which it was, was good. good. Um, the whole like issues with like supposed issues with Besser and Patterson and and Hughes like keeping them their contracts the whole thing like all that went on for too long it was like it reminded me of the Leaf situations but I felt like less certain about them because I I don't have faith in Jim Benning I have faith in Kyle Dubas so like Mm -hmm. it just I just don't know why and like yes you can blame the fact like okay they keep getting screwed in the draft lottery but also like you're a GM you can't like like hold on to just you can't put all your eggs in that basket right yeah so like I just don't see him make he did not make any market improvements in that team yeah that whole organization was just like a literal trash fire no it was a literal trash fire so I think that's the main difference between yeah that's the main difference between that situation and the flyers situation I think the flyers like not to be all like old sportsman but like they needed like a little bit of like a culture change and they needed a wake-up call of like oh you're not wrong on paper we're not this bad we need we need you know someone to just come slap us upside the head and say like (laughs) shape the fuck up i mean literally like i feel like that was honestly a perfect description is because they're not they're not bad no they're they're just playing bad and as i ended last episode which should feel bad they should feel bad but you really said that and then we hung up the call you were like and the flyers should feel bad like that was literally it it was like does anybody have anything else the flyers are bad should feel bad i rest my case okay cool Um, i'll see you guys next week um (laughs) yeah literally um but and and i mean as much as people don't want to put this into it like they also have had injuries to like like major pieces of the roster yeah, of which course. like I'm not gonna yeah. hang my hat on. It's like, oh, this is the reason they suck. Like, like you got to figure it out. Like every team deals with this, but like they've been out. They've been without Ryan Ellis for like almost the entire season. Kevin Hayes was gone twice. Um, now Joel Fair, like Kevin Hayes came back, and Joel Fairbury was like, I, I'm out. Right. Um, and didn't Derek Cam Atkinson have like a little injury too. scare too? Um, in Cam the Colorado Atkinson game? left the game against Colorado at some point came back scored which like cool thank you yes uh, yeah but even somebody was like he doesn't look good he looks like he's limping and i'm like i you know i can't even tell and i'm right in front of the man but 
Um, Derek Broussard is coming back tonight. He was out for a little bit. Something that like did something to my chest. Right. Um, Every time I hear his name, I'm like, ah. I'm like, this this isn't like a major piece, but Nate Thompson is out just the way he was used. I guess I thought you were gonna say Derek Broussard's not a major piece of the Flyers, and I was gonna be like, I was gonna be like, you're right, but also do not come for my man like that. um, Oh no, I love Derek Broussard. Don't worry, he's a major piece of my heart. Personally, no, literally, literally, he's a major piece of me. Period. Literally, that's a fact. No, I love I love Broussard, and he w- and he really like held down the second setter w- in the beginning while Hayes was out. So He's still worry. a good hockey player. I will fight. Like, I love that, that man. Don't worry, I will never trash that man. Good. No, it was like Nate Nate Thompson's out now. He had shoulder surgery. Not like a major piece to the roster. Was Nate Thompson? Like, I think I just saw him on Twitter the other day, like full on like attack a man yes, who came for him. Yes, oh my god, that was, that was so funny. It was funny, but everyone and everyone's like, "Oh, it was funny when Voracek did it," but now Nate Thompson does it, and it's like, "What's well, like?" Well, Voracek was like a different player than Nate Thompson. I don't. Think I think he deleted it. I think he Honestly, deleted it because I think oh it was no. a quote. I think it was a quote. It tweet was. And he... It was. No, it was a quote. Ah, oh, damn! He deleted it because it was so funny. <laughs> I was gonna read it. I was gonna do a dramatic reading. Oh dramatic my god! Reading. Yeah, no, because his last tweets from like. Well, no, I don't. That's a shame. I think was. his last tweets yeah. from the drip contest. The drip contest. Well, I was gonna say. Lest yeah, we last... forget that that was a thing. Okay, that feels like ten years ago. It, it was really like does. a few weeks ago. I miss Honestly, it. that was a beautiful moment in time, and we should always remember it. That was, like, right after Halloween, and then Cam Atkinson and Claude Giroux being like, we like, don't know what drip is. <laughs> Big well, dad I mean, energy. Fair, Claude Giroux being the dad of that group. Well, Claude Giroux is a literal father of two. Like, I, but Cam, like, I Ma- well, I doubt- guess Cam Atkinson's a father, too, so. Father. He is a father of two. They're both, they both have two sons. But I did not expect Atkinson to be the father of that group. He just looks like a child. That's the thing. Yes, that's a, exactly. He's like, not a child, but looks like one. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he's... Because the jokes are always made about TK. I'm pretty sure he's shorter than TK. I think he is shorter than TK. Who's also what? a father? Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. Question mark. Who I see his son all the time because I follow his fiance. On yeah, his fiance is always posting baby content. She knows what we Rhett want. Is, she yes, knows. Rhett is beautiful. Beautiful He's such boy. a cute baby. I love. Baby. Anyway, <laughs> um, listen. Today's the day of tangents. Like I, I am boosted with five G right now. Like we're getting crazy. This is like fun though. This is like I'm sitting on my little floor. I got my little chalky milk, and we're just like having a nice little, nice little afternoon bender with the gals. Like no, literally, literally. Honestly, it's a bender without the alcohol. No, I, I, mean, like, I, have, I, have, I have coffee. The coffee's good today. I finished my coffee. Um, so the other thing I wanted to mention is that the Rangers are, they had the best start in franchise history. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> Which it was... I'm shook because they've had some really good teams, like not even yeah. like the teams of the 2010s, like before that, they had really good teams. And, but then I remember like one of the big things of like, the cup run in 94 and the cup run in 2014 there were a lot of similarities between them and Mm. one of the similarities is that they started the season like crap (laughs) the rangers always tend to start the season like they like october is the worst and then november's insane that's always like how the rangers go they never have a 
like actually good October and then like their usual really good November. They've won 17 games. Yeah, it was one of those things where like I I wouldn't be able to watch every single game, but every time I would check the standings, I would be like, oh, why are the Rangers like good? And and, and my mom will ask me like, she'll be like, oh, what are the Rangers doing? What are the Islanders doing? Whatever. And I would show her the standings and the Rangers would be like good. And the Islanders would be like in last because they're not yeah. doing good. And it just stayed like that. Yeah. So no, like like this, like the Sabres had a hot start to the season. We all knew that would crash and burn. I thought yeah. like I obviously thought like the Rangers would taper off. Like they would they wouldn't crash and burn, but they would like go back to mediocrity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. And here we are. Like Igor isn't gonna be gone as long as they thought, which is good. Chris Kreider is out of his mind right now. Like, I'm pretty sure Chris Kreider is, like, one of the league leaders in goals. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he has 17 goals. He's tied for third in the league in scoring. Remember when everyone, like, wanted to trade him and said he was, like, doing disappearing acts and never scored? Now he's literally, (laughs) like, it's death taxes and Chris Kreider power play goals. And as it should be. Like, I'm very happy with that, personally. Jacob Truba's playing really well, so fuck all you guys who said his contract was bad. I, he's very good at hockey. Um, this is the Rangers' revenge tour. It really is the Rangers' revenge tour. Like that's what it is. And then someone's like, because you like we were all saying like, oh, Tom Wilson broke the Rangers. Everyone's like, did Tom Wilson like completely fix the Rangers? <laughs> they they just like inhaled his soul and like it made them stronger. Like no, but like literally, like I don't understand, like. Ryan Reeves did a between the legs pass last night. I know. Jen's best friend Ryan Reeves did a <laughs> did a between the legs pass last night. See, like that isn't a joke anymore. Like, and we're like, haha, Jen's new favorite player is Ryan Reeves. My new favorite player is Ryan Reeves. As it should be. Like, I just see like his little interview clips and like his funny little passes, and I'm like, go Ryan Reeves. Good for him. I also adore Artemi Panarin being like, how about those Rangers, huh? <laughs> and like, yeah, how about them, Artemi? Yeah. He you know four, what? He, actually, he dropped four points last night. Good for him. One of those was his 500th. So congrats, Artemi. You're right. Woo. Isn't it weird how, like, he used to not be a Ranger? Remember that? Yeah, remember when he was a Blackhawk? Dude, remember when he was on the Blue Jackets? What a time. Do you remember I when, the, honestly, when the Blue Jackets promised him like free vodka for life or something if he stayed in in Columbus and he and they offered him like three million dollars more than the Rangers did and Artemi was still like, nah. He's he's such a strange little fellow, but I, I love, love him, him dearly. Did I ever talk about the time I met him on here? I don't know if you did. Little story time. Maybe, maybe not, but we could. So for those who uh aren't friends with me and have not heard this story i'm i apologize if i've told it on this podcast because i've told some player player meeting stories on here before but when i met our tummy panarin so we had just signed with the rangers and he was coming to new york to meet the team to get his jersey to like do videos around new york or whatever and at the time i was still working in my office uh in manhattan which is two subway stops away from msg and like the one train stops underneath my building and also underneath in Penn Station. So it was like literally two subway stops on like direct. So I was in my office. It was like around like early lunchtime. 
And my season ticket rep at the time texted me and was like, hey, like, can you be at MSG in like an hour? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm at my I'm at my office. Why? And he's like, because Artemi's coming and like, we're going to have some fans like stand in the lobby and meet him. And I was like, yes, I can be at MSG in an hour. So I went to my manager and I was like, hey, I'm going to take lunch. I'm going to go to MSG and meet Artemi Panera. <laughs> Casual lunch were- break. And he was like, yeah, okay. So I went down. The thing about this, though, okay, it was July. I obviously did not know this was going to be my day. Yeah. So I was wearing a Jeff Skinner shirt to work that day. Right, as one does. And I had no change of clothes. But in the office, we all keep jerseys on the back of our chairs because we yeah, look at sports. Yeah. So I had to put on my Rangers jersey it's like July 3rd or whatever. It was like right after, yeah. No, literally, it was like right after we signed him. It was like July 2nd or something. And I had to put on my jersey in the sweltering heat and ride the subway <laughs> to MSG. So now I'm standing there and like I'm in my Rangers jersey. Everybody's in like t-shirts, whatever. And I'm in like my full on like jersey. Yeah. And our, and then our Artemi comes out like down the ramp. If you guys have been in the lobby of MSG... There's like that ramp that you go up to like go towards the escalators Mm -hmm. and there's like a wall with TV screens. That's kind of where we were standing. He comes down the ramp with like his posse and we all clap for him and he's like standing there like thanking everybody. And I was the first person in line to meet him. He comes up to me with it. He came up to me with his hand out. Okay. It sounded like he rehearsed this, which I thought was really cute. He comes up to me with his hand out and he goes, Hi, I'm Artemi. It's so nice to meet you. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> and that I was like, beautiful. hi, welcome to New York. It's so nice to meet you. And then he's like, do you want a picture? I'm like, yes, I want a picture. So we took yeah. a picture. Do you want a picture? Yes. It oh, was yes, so please. cute. He was so sweet in his little suit. Uh, I, I loved him. And then he uh, they like took a video of it and put it on uh, like all the social medias and stuff. <gasps> I remember this too. And Artemi shared it on his Instagram. So, like, I was on his Instagram and I wanted to die. But that was your main character era. His little, like, rehearsed, like, little thing coming up to me, like, Hi, I'm Artemi. It's so nice to meet you. (laughs) Like, I know know who you are, bestie. Like, I was like, I know. It was so cute. Uh, He was such a sweetheart. Um, And he, like, met and took pictures with everybody. Um, and he got his jersey that day and there was like a whole bunch of other stuff going on. But yeah, that was my little thing. I, I, thank God I was at work. Otherwise, it would have taken me like an hour and a half to get to MSG on like a good day if the subway was running the right way. That That's such a right place, right time thing. Like the universe planned all that out. Truly. It was a right, right place, right time thing for sure. Honestly, shout out our Tim Panarin. I hope he's listening. <laughs> oh, I hope he is. I, love I hope him. he's listening. <laughs> he's so good he's so good that's like, like, that's good. the episode today it's us like oh and ariel like we just fired av ariel's like like sick sick okay. um so one other thing that's been like blowing up the hockey twitter verse yes um is so i don't know if you guys saw any of that leafs jets game um i saw some clips points yeah yeah so there was like a lot of uh physicality let's say yeah um yes. neil pionk actually like took tried to take R- rasmus sandin's life 
Dude, remember uh, Neil Pionk? Remember Neil Pionk. I, I met him. I have a signed picture of him. We love that. So if, if anyone on Twitter wants it, after he att- attempted murder. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I didn't see, like, I, I didn't, like, I was working, so I was watching, like, a whole bunch of games. I didn't see yeah. the whole play. I just know that Sandin is hurt. Um, and then Jason Spezza retaliated and, like, went after Neil Pionk, and apparently now Pionk's concussed or something. So it was, like, this whole ordeal, and Jason Spezza had an in-person hearing for it. So everyone's complaining because... Jason Spezza doesn't really have a history. I think he has like 590 penalty minutes over the course of his career. And he's played like over yeah. a thousand games. Like that's insane. Um, and he got six games. He's appealing it. Um, so I think he can still play while he's appealing it. But um, so he's appealing the suspension because he got six games. Now let's rewind a little bit to the biting incident we talked about on Sunday. Right. Uh, lest we forget, Brendan Lemieux got five games for biting brady kachuk for biting someone for 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 biting with your mouth during a pandemic also (laughs) like what did uh mike steven say consuming his flesh as a midnight snack (laughs) yes he literally had a brady kachuk midnight snack and got five games jason spezza was defending a teammate he has no history at all whatsoever and he got six games yeah that's the Department of Player Safety, guys. Thanks, Dops. I think, I think, I mean, I'm not like, I mean, I'm not in all of Leaf's Twitter's head, but I think people outside of like Leaf's fandom are like unnecessarily like getting annoyed that Leaf's fans are annoyed at this. Like, as a Rangers fan and watching Tom Wilson like literally try to murder Pavel Buchnevich and like give him brain damage and get mm-hmm. a fine. I'm a little pissed, too, that he gets to walk and Jason Spezza, who is an all-around noted good person and not dirty hockey player, is getting six games. Yeah, and I mean, like, that's when, like, the history plays a part in it because I know a lot of times people will be like, well, I don't care. It's just, like, the specific instance or whatever. But, like, Jason Spezza, he's been in the league for however long. Like, you just said how many penalty minutes he had. Like, like... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. And I he's... think it's a I think it's a context thing also because yeah, obviously true. he's not trying to concuss Neil Pionk. He's trying to say to Neil Pionk, like, hey, you're not gonna get away with what you did to my teammate. I saw a Which very... is a very common thing in hockey. I saw a very strange tweet about this, and I wanna find it so I can read it because yeah. it alarmed me. Okay, ready? <laughs> Unpopular opinion. More players need to do what Spezza did. If you want to establish a deterrent against the type of play Pionk got suspended for, make him aware you're going to quite literally hurt him if he does it. Fighting doesn't do anything, but injuring a player will. Yeah, I saw that. That was, I, I, talk about, see, that's bad unhinged. Trevor, Trevor Zegras is good unhinged. I was like, like, what? That man is bad unhinged. That's a comment. I, I was like, huh? Like, I I understand the whole retaliation thing. And like, if you come after our guy, we're going to come after your guy. That's just like a sports thing. And I don't have a problem with that. But like saying fighting won't do anything, but injuring will like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't ever advocate for any player getting hurt. Like, I don't care how much I hate a player. I don't want them to get hurt, especially seriously. Exactly. Um, 
I also disagree that fighting is like because I'm not one of those anti-fighting people. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm anti-staged fight, obviously, but like yeah. if you're gonna try to fight someone that just like messed up your like injured your teammate, I'm all for that. Like I think it's just a, like a human instinct and like a like for like in real life you would do that. Like if someone like if if let's say like the three of us went out somewhere and someone was messing with you, like I would fight them. Exactly. That's just that's just how life is. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like again, that's why I think it's like a whole context thing also because if you look at the Spezza thing and you realize like the intent wasn't to injure, the intent was like ret- like defense of a teammate and it just like ended poorly compared to tom wilson who intentionally grabbed someone and tried to pound their head through the ice or some other form of intentional injury like yes should jason spezza have been suspended absolutely like what he did was suspendable but six games when other players have gotten fines for more than that and five games for biting and five for biting which was again intentional (laughs) injury to someone (laughs) are we all right the dops i don't understand former enforcers running the dops at all no it it doesn't make very much sense at all because from paros's perspective like i mean like he's gonna try to keep the role that he played in the sport like he obviously wants to defend tom wilson because if tom wilson keeps getting suspended and like all that then the like goon enforcer like that kind of role is eventually going to die out and i don't think george paros wants that to happen so who's he going to defend the people who do the thing that he used to do yeah Uh i don't know (laughs) i mean the the dops is just perpetually a mess i feel like nothing is ever easy or fun or good um and I think that's all I have to say on that. Uh, Tom Wilson's trending on Twitter. What did he do? I think people are just talking about how he saved the Rangers. You know what? Yeah. We can put his name on the cup when we win. And the and the thing that we were talking about, how like he gets fined for like literally trying to give mm. someone brain damage, but Jason Spezza gets six games. So yeah. it's basically everything that we were just saying. Yeah. Um, hey, Twitter. I just wanted to see if there was any new information. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a shitty situation and like, yeah, we like make fun of Leafs fans, but like, understandably they're upset. Um, Oh yeah. And he's, and he's like one of the veteran, him and like Wayne Simmons, I would say are the two Mm -hmm. like veteran presence on that team. And they're like really good right now. And they have like a synergy going on and Mm -hmm. they're experiencing injuries and all that right now to Sandin, to Marner. I did not see him get hurt, but Marner's out like three to four weeks. Yeah. Um, so I understand them getting like Leafs fans getting upset that this is kind of a, a, a it could derail like finally them looking like a contender. Mm-hmm. But that's also mostly because Jack Campbell is the goat. Fair. And yeah. I think he should he should be the team USA goalie. Um but that's a whole other topic because I'm not sure if the NHLers are going to end up going to the Olympics. Yeah, that's true. That's, did yeah, did you guys see thought. Robin Leonard's uh, statement? Yeah. Oh, I did not. Um, so time, Robin yeah. Leonard basically made a statement saying that uh, he's like, unfortunately, that 
even if Team Sweden does, like, even if the NHLers go to the Olympics and if Team Sweden wants him, he will not go to the Olympics. Ooh. That it's not good for his physical or mental health that they would, because they have to go alone. They have to be, be alone in Beijing in a hotel or in the Olympic Village or whatever. They have to be there alone. They have to quarantine when they get there alone. Then they're basically in isolation during the games. And then there's uncertainty of what's going to happen if one of them does, if they end up getting COVID. Yeah. Because then you have to quarantine for longer in in China. Alone. <laughs> the whole thing is that it was it's it's a very isolating experience, which I think people talked about from the Tokyo Olympics, some mm-hmm. of the athletes. Um, but Robin Leonard just basically said that it's not he doesn't think that it would he thinks it would be detrimental to his physical and mental health if he had to go through that process. And that it's not worth it to play for Team Sweden, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, the Olympics are tricky, and I think, like, a lot of fans want to see NHL players in the Olympics, like, just because. I and, think like, they want to go. Yeah, and, like, my my point with that was just going to be that, like, it's more complicated than that, especially, like, Robin Leonard is somebody... I, I have mixed feelings on Robin Leonard. We talked about him on the show before, but... I think, like, it's unique, especially for him, because he's someone who's been so open about, like, his mental health. And, like, like you said, Sam, it's such an isolating experience. So I can't imagine how that would be good for him. So I think it's going to be one of those things where it's going to, like, vary by team, by player, by agent, by location. Um, I I don't know if we're going to see any NHL players in the Olympics. Maybe we see a lot of them. Maybe we don't see any. Um, But... I don't know. I mean, fans are always going to want to see NHL players in the Olympics. I think it's just yeah. going to be a matter of if it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I know the players really want it. Um, it was something that, like, I don't remember, like, what the instance was, but it was, like, I remember just there was a period of time where a lot of players were asked things like, if you could change a rule or if you could do this, like, what would it be? And they were all like, I want us to go to the Olympics. Um, yeah. they all, they all want to represent their countries. They all want to, you know, experience having that gold medal because they, a lot of them either have done it already and they know the feeling or mm-hmm. they've seen their team or their teammates have gone through it and they want to have that same feeling that their teammates went through, or they mm-hmm. remember like winning it in world juniors. And they're like, I want to win it on the bigger stage. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's an, I mean, it's an, it's an incredible honor to represent your country and play for your country and have the experience of going to the Olympics. So I don't blame them for wanting to do it, but at the same time, it'll be like the one instance where I don't blame Gary Bettman for, <laughs> pu- for pulling them out because like, it's kind of the similar situation of why he kept them out in the first place. Because if you set, if you mess up your schedule doing the Olympic break and that's already annoying. Yeah. And then you send all of your best players to the Olympics. One of them gets hurt. Then your product is affected. So that was the whole reason in the first place. So now there's this added layer to it of there's still that risk of injury. And now these players might get COVID and have to stay in China. And it could cause outbreaks on teams here, which has already been happening without having traveling overseas. And it could affect, impact the schedule even more than it already has. Yeah. So I don't blame, like if they, they end up not going, I don't blame Batman for making that decision. It'll be a bummer. 
but I, I wouldn't blame Batman at all. And my suggestion would be to send the World Juniors team. Yeah. Good solution, Sam. Send, because there's no age, there's no like cutoff age for the yeah. Olympics. So Us not mad at Gary Bettman for once? Shocked. <laughs> Very surprised. Um, but yeah, we haven't really talked World Juniors. I figured we'd talk it but when it gets closer, when the yeah, rosters yeah. are rosters are final, we only have pre- preliminary rosters mm-hmm. right now. I um, love World Juniors. I do too, and trust me, we'll talk about it. Um, there's there's something so magical about World Juniors. Oh, Mama, don't you cry? You said um, <laughs> But yeah, I think that's about everything that I had on my list for us to cover. Yeah, that was that was a fun little time. I think so, does anybody else have anything? going on in their life that they want to share with us um i'm gonna drink some chalky milk that i know i know we don't have video it's it's hood chocolate low fat milk and then i have classes and meetings back to back to back to back to back from three o'clock till 11 o'clock tonight so but then i have no i have no morning classes tomorrow so i'm gonna sleep till noon when i was uh, a junior in college on thursdays i didn't have class till 6 p.m i don't have class till 5 tomorrow (laughs) yep there was a day where literally there was a day there's a thursday where literally i went to the city came back to campus and i still had like two hours before i had class as you should um but yeah we talked about spotify wrapped because that's still kind of a thing um uh, one of our listeners, my friend Victoria, uh, I spoke to her uh, earlier this week, and she was one of our six people that Bunch of Beauties was her top podcast. So shout out, Victoria. Thanks, Queen. Thank you, Queen. Um, and yeah, Ariel, I hope you enjoy your day off, and I hope that the Flyers ca- continue to get better. Hope so. <laughs> And yeah, pray for me, guys. There's another anecdote for you. I hope the Flyers don't suck. I hope the Flyers don't suck. Um, my arm only slightly hurts right now, so let's hope that uh, I don't die tonight with my booster. The 5G just running through Sam's veins. It is yes. coursing through my veins right now. Uh, I love it. My second, my second COVID shot kicked my ass, so hopefully this one's not as bad. Prayers. Yeah, on that note. <laughs> on that note... That'll do it for us. Uh, hope We hope you enjoyed. If you did, then you can follow us on Twitter at Beauties Pod. And you, if this is your first episode, you have a whole bunch of others you can listen to. Uh, if it's your 34th time with us, thank you for sticking around. Uh, Yay. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.